Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. Painting more stories for you verbally on the Century and Sesquicentennial Honorees for 2021 from across the state of Wisconsin. Fascinating stories about how farm families and homesteaders have persevered and uh, kept the land in the family. And joining us today from Sauk County, just outside of Reedsburg, is Kathy Faber. She and her husband, Dwayne are now in possession of the original family farm that is uh, over 100 years old. Take me back. Kathy, and tell me a little bit about what you learned on how the farm began. So I learned that it was my grandma and, my grandma and grandpa Olson um, in 1921 bought the farm. And then my dad, um, Carl, and his wife, Jen, my mom, um, took over the farm in 1955. Um, and my dad actually stayed on the farm until he was 93, um, still uh, was in charge of the crops, um, and then when he went to the nursing home and later passed away in 2010, our family bought the farm. And then four years later, um, my husband and I bought the home farm. So um, my dad, we had 200 acres, um, and I stayed home with the farm and farmed with mom and dad. And so now I'm the daughter that's farming, and we are lucky to have our youngest daughter, on the home farm, and she is um, pursuing, um, she's a pioneer seed dealer. Okay. So I think our family farm is still going to continue with my, our daughter. Excellent. Now, was it always a dairy farm? How did it start? Um, it was always a dairy farm. Yep, yep. Um, Grandpa had cows, and my dad had cows, and we don't milk, but we raise steers on our farm. Right. But you said you still try to keep some of the, we'll call it uh, structural integrity, for the grandkids. Oh, absolutely. Yep. We still have the bulk tank in the milk house. Um, we kept two stanchions that work. Um, otherwise, we um, tore out the stanchions and we put in panels that we raise our young cattle in, our young babies. We get them about three days old, and then we raise them to fat steers or, or we sell them sometimes as feeders. Sure, sure. Yep. So tell yep. me why you, you said that you've kind of always, this, this has been the life for you Tell me what it was like growing up. What were the stories like? What do you, what things do you remember? Oh, I remember making hay when it was hot and small squares. And we still do that. And we bring our grandkids out. We have old tractors that were my dad's. Um, I always kind of kid that we're just kind of one step above the Amish. Um, we have the old machinery, and the kids can see what we did. Um, milk and cows. Um, I, I try to explain to the grandkids how we used to milk, but um, they don't really understand <laughs> it. Um, they see the big dairies, but, you know, when you had 40 cows, you knew every cow that was in the stanchions. So. Absolutely. Is, is yep. that the most that you ever milked was about 40? It is. That's That was our limit, you know, and I remember, too, like I said, I stayed home with Dad, and we always had 12 of the best heifers that we kept. We never did any more than 12. We just had replacements of 12 that we put through, and yep. Yeah, you sound, it, it's funny, I hear this a lot, how Dad was always the shot caller. Tell me how that went, especially if you stayed around, uh, you're the youngest of seven, so you stayed around. How was that to learn from him? 
Oh, I learned a lot from Dad, and I still learn a lot from Dad. Um, I know Dad is always with us. He's always pointing us in the right direction. Um, Dad was Norwegian, and he liked to yell, so he knew we knew we were in trouble, but we also learned a lot from Dad from that. We had good um, work values, and we carry that on to our, our kids. Mm-hmm. Our kids had to get up and do chores in the morning and get on the bus and go to school, and so... Yep. Yeah. So, what what do you remember? What were some of your favorite? Uh, I'll say chores, uh, but maybe it that's the wrong phrase. But do you remember what the routine was like when you were a kid? Well, you know, we were. I was the youngest. There were two older boys, and there were four of us, five of us girls. And us girls, we had to milk. Um, we had to drive tractors. I guess my favorite memory is raking hay, and I still love to rake hay. And and we drive the baler because we still have the small squares yep. that we make. And just I work out of the um, I work at a school, so that has worked good in our farming. But I always miss that springtime when I have to leave and go to school, and my husband gets to um, plow and cully mulch and all those fun things that we used to do with Dad. What did so. you What did you like about raking the hay? Was it the smell? Just the smell and just being by yourself. Yeah. Being out in the sunshine and seeing the birds and and Dad, you know, Dad was pretty strict about the rows and they had to be straight and and it's just all good. It's just a good life on the small farm. Right, right. Now, tell me a little bit more. Did you ever learn anything more about your grandpa? Or uh, I mean, they had to be farming during the Great Depression. I mean, there were some some real world events that right. influenced what they did. Right. And, you know, being the youngest of seven, um, I never knew my grandpa. My grandpa was gone. Um, I knew my grandma. Um, my grandma came over on the boat from Norway, very quiet woman. Um, and Dad, being the Norwegian, he was the quiet man, too. So he never really talked about being hard up. And, you know, we never knew we were hard up. We were hard up like everybody else. Everybody was a farm kid back then. Right. So I don't really have, you know, stories from Dad about Grandpa. Any any events? Do you remember, uh, like you said, uh, even the equipment you're using today, at one time it might have been considered new, Karen. Do you remember oh. any of those transitions, a new bar oh. or a new shed or, you know, that kind of stuff? Yes. Well, it actually goes back to the baler because I remember getting our first baler, and it was the kicker baler. Yep. And I was a junior in high school. And my older sister was leaving. She was going to college. And so Dad bought the kicker baler because we were running out of help. (laughs) And I remember the guy bringing the baler in, and he showed me how to run it because Dad said, well, she's going to be running it because I have to be unloading. And I was 17 at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was kind of an anomaly being a young daughter farming with her dad. Well, sure. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. What about the, so, do you remember anything else about uh, the tech, technology or just little things that you and I almost take for granted but shock other people? How you fed the cows, what you fed the cows maybe, you know, everything like uh, milking equipment changes or oh, artificial yeah. insemination. I mean, all that stuff that we take for granted, other people are fascinated by, Karen. Right, right, right. And, you know, everything was done by labor. We didn't have automatic feeders and... Everything done was with a scoop shovel, and the feed truck would come out. And actually, we have a feed bin that's built into the barn that my dad built up into the barn. 
and we still use that for feed for our steers. But everything went into a bucket, and then you poured it out to the cows. And, you know, the the barn equipment was the old buckets. I remember milking with the buckets, and we thought we were really good when we got the step saver yes. that we could dump the yes. milk into the step saver. Yes. And, and like I said, us girls farmed right along with our dad. Um, it's just what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yep. just makes me giggle, Step Saver. That that was oh, such yeah. fantastic technology when it came finally. Yes, so. yeah. And then when we did, we did get the um, um, the pipeline. Yes. And then that was. I remember with the pipeline going in, and oh my goodness, we thought we were king of the world then when we had the pipeline. Was yours? Was yeah. yours like mine? It had to be on a slope, so half the barn was. Oh yes, yes, yep. Yeah, duck yep. your head. You got to duck yep. your head. <laughs> yep. And my dad had the high end. We each had an end of the barn, and he had the high end because he was taller to reach the <laughs> yeah. air hose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. Ca- did you guys ever get a chance to show livestock or get involved with County 4-H Fair? Anything FFA? We did not. Nope, we didn't. Um, you know, we're kind of very rural. Um, you know, the town closest to us is probably 20 miles. You know, and back then you were just, and we still are quite private. Um, sure. We just kind of stick to our own. Well, yeah. We have wonderful neighbors that are still generations after generations in our in our valley. Oh. So we have a beautiful valley that is still all family in wow. our valley, which we're very blessed to have. Boy, you are you are yes. for sure. Yeah. Kathy yes. Kathy Faber's along with us. They're celebrating 100 years on their uh, farmstead uh, in Sauk County, sharing stories about that. You know, that's what we try to help people understand, the quality of life. It's hard to evaluate it when you just drive by from the windshield, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And we're always reminded when people come how beautiful it is here. We know it, and we appreciate it. But when someone tells us, we appreciate it even more. Yep. Well, you stick with it, trying to get those grandkids to pay attention, all right, Kathy? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. They love it here. And we don't buy toys because the toys are here on the farm. There you go. Excellent, excellent story. Kathy Faber along with us, again, like we said, celebrating 100 years of their farmstead being in the family. And Kathy and Duane still farming today, maybe not milking cows, but they've still got that dairy emphasis with the steers. And like she said, keeping some things around to help teach the grandkids and the next generation. Another one of the colorful stories that we're happy to share with you as we celebrate the century and sesquicentennial farms and homesteads all across the state. Brought to you by Compure Financial.